Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans. This is the week of October 17th, 2021. This is for the love of football, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. All aspects of the 2020 version of the XFL are now gone. Now that the league and former president Jeffrey Pollack have parted ways. Big news this week. This is episode 192, Cutting Ties with 2020 pretty much completely now, Bryant, when it comes to the front office of the league. Uh, we really are. I mean, it's 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 uh, it's a different it's it's different. It's it's different than it was a week ago and different I think league. how how quickly shows uh, don't age well. I think last week's show didn't age well because of how warm and fuzzy we felt about one thing and now it is gone. Yeah, if you remember last week's show we did say, well, they got that guy there at least. That that that's all covered. Whole new plan that none of us have really any clue exactly how what they plan on enacting uh, and what they plan on doing with it, uh, what the new role will be. We're going to get into it, though. That's going to be the fun part of today's show, the speculation and the digging for, for clues and giving you the information you need to know as the league makes a pretty important uh, move this week, cutting ties with the president of the 2020 version of the XFL. 724-565-4XFL is the XFL fan line for you to call. And you can text it at any time. Of course, you can hit us up on social media at XFL Show. We do have the DMs open. And this week we are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com right now and you can get your own podcast started with your own producer at a low rate. Get all the help you need for just a little cash. You can make your podcast Sound incredible. You can have a smooth experience, not get tripped up and say, ah, I started it and then stop it. You got someone there helping you every step of the way with pretty easy podcasts. Uh, because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. So easy that uh, if you want to head out of town, maybe go somewhere far and not actually be within the vicinity of where you're normally at, they'll make it easy for you. You mean a completely different country? Yeah. You podcast from anywhere. Time Park zone. bench, a uh, different time zone, a different. You're basically available twenty four seven. So if anybody from the from the uh, European football, what what is that one? The the uh, League of European Elf. Football. Elf. Yeah, it just Elf. it just ended. Twenty four seven. Pretty easy podcast yes. is available for you. If yeah, for anybody looking to start their Elf podcast, that's where you would go. And uh, we'll be doing we'll be podcasting in Elf country. Not really, actually. I don't think Italy has a team, does it? No, I don't. No, no. Uh, but I'll be the Rome Rangers. Week. No, that'd be a good one. No. Though. That'd be a great. Italian. I'll be speaking partial, terrible Italian next week during the show, getting on Bryant's nerves. But I feel like you just said Italio, uh, and I don't think that's what it is either. Italio. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm learning. Italiano. I got, the, I got. I got one of those podcasts that I'm listening to. It's teaching me, 
And so far, I've learned I learned a lot. I've learned chow and per favore. You just shrug stuff. You go to a restaurant, you do one of these, they're going to bring you a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I The thing is, I grew up around so much Spanish, I could speak Spanish with people. So I don't know how I'm going to get into an XFL conversation with an Italian yet. That's my first main goal, is to find an Italian who followed the league. Just bring your hat. Bring, they'll come to you. XFL fans gravitate towards one another once they see the merch. And don't hey, forget to well, leave a cats. <laughs> oh, And don't forget to leave a football uh, underneath the the Coliseum or something. <laughs> yeah, there, there's uh, going back to last week's Bryant Bryant's idea to to tease about where teams will be. He said that Danny Garcia should leave a football near landmarks in certain cities. Uh, people enjoyed that, Brian. I think that I think that that's a little too creative of an idea, though, Brian. For well, that, sounds like a, that sounds like that sounds like something I should put on my uh, resume. Then too creative. <laughs> I mean, like some would say that, that this show sometimes gets too creative, but hey, that's who we are. We're just doing our thing. Uh, before we get into this week's uh, show and dink and dunk and get things started, get the ball rolling really quick. Wanted to also acknowledge. Uh, the passing of someone of the of the fo- of the XFL community and, and the football community at large. Uh, we want to say rest in peace to Josh Davis, who was a contributor to XFL News Hub, a huge advocate for spring or alternative football, whatever you want to call it, uh, and players. And the outpouring of love and support for his passing that came out uh, really caught our eye because we didn't really know him, uh, but we acknowledged the incredible impact that uh, he made on this community of football fans, this small but dedicated uh, community. And, and he was one of the most dedicated. So he really did, uh, as the XFL tweeted out, exemplify what for the love of football was all about. And we just want to say rest in power to Josh Davis. Okay, Brian, let's dink and dunk real quick before we get into this juicy news from the, the severing of ties with Jeffrey Pollock, the president of the XFL at Duck Dodgers. Hit us up on 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 Twitter. It looks like, and said you spoke of it uh, to an idea for an insta drop by the XFL with a photo of a ball in each team city. It made me think, what if there were a national one hundred thousand dollars scavenger hunt, a ball hidden in each new XFL city? So if there are ten cities, each person who finds a ball wins the hundred thousand dollar prize, or a ten k prize. I was going to say that's not uh, that. Maybe that. That's fun. That sounds like a good way to spend your your summer or whatever. You know, that's, that's good times. I don't know. It's it was, it's a fun idea too, to give something a little different, but too creative. Too what? Creative. I don't even know what that means. It's, just, it's too creative. You gotta just are you, tell people. Are you that still watching TV in black and white? Is is that why it's too creative? I don't the know. Man? They're gonna really distract from people. They're not gonna get all this color on the on the screen. Leave it black and white. It's gonna confuse a lot of people. The the the, sure the man who gets the most creative to spend as little as possible is saying that these ideas are too creative. That's different. This is not. That's not the rolling out of the league. That's saving a buck. This is this is the XFL just needs to throw. I, I like big big announcements, big events, concerts, utilizing the rock. It's that that's what I'm all about. Scavenger hunts. Yeah, the rock taking a selfie in the middle of like. I don't know. Height uh, and Ashbury in San Francisco, and then all of a sudden, there's like a little football right behind him. That you can barely see. It's using the rock. Uh, that that would be um, 
pretty cool, but I also would want him dressed like a hippie if he's in Hate Ashbury. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's, Not- it's, it's, it's a good idea. You, maybe you don't do it as the announcement. You do it as, I don't know. It just seems like a good idea. Do the old XFL ball, too. Black. I mean, if once once this show gets some funds, we'll we'll have a scavenger hunt for all the listeners. Oh yeah, every city. Find find Allen in some city that he's he's walking around in. Since well, people started I'm finding us really that. quick, Allen, as we realized when we got to Houston. So that that's true, that's true. In Houston, Bryant was getting like, noticed everywhere. Th- th- those are those are the guys that only those are the only two guys that have ever covered an XFL draft. Look at them; they're right there. <laughs> In the known universe. Not quite. <laughs> Thanks at Duck Dodgers for giving us that suggestion. And uh, yeah, Bryant likes it. I don't know about it, but I love the creativity, even though it's too creative. But we appreciate it. Hit us up at XFL Show if you want to give us your ideas. If you're getting creative with it, we want to hear it. And if you're talking XFL, we're talking with you at XFL Show. Let's get into this week's cover two. Good crisp football. Mostly one topic this week, Brian, but we're going to attack it from a bunch of different angles. So first up, the formalities. Ben Fisher from Sports Business Journal reports this past week that the XFL is parting ways and has parted ways effective immediately with league president and CEO Jeffrey Pollack. What was your your feeling initially? Were you like shocked, Brian? Because I was shocked. Considering how we were talking about that guy last yeah. week as, oh, at least they still have him and he's the constant, the thread from 2020 to now. Well, the shock, I think, is who do they have now, I think, is where it came from. You know, it's not so much that, like, being in, in, in the world that I'm in, you see this all the time, right? New new ownership, new management comes in, what, ha- what happens? They bring in their own people. Very rarely do people from previous um, – you see it in football all the time with coaching, you know, staffs and and new general managers, things like that. They bring in people that they know, that they've worked with, that they're familiar with. So that's not too unfamiliar. The, the, the worrisome part of it was like, well, who's running the show now? Who's there? Who's doing what? I think that 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 shock eventually tempered down a little bit as as more and more came out throughout the day. But that was my initial thought. It was, what are they doing? They're trying to kick off in twenty twenty three. And now they don't even have a president anymore, which is one of the solid foundations that they had. I think that's the worry that came for me. Uh, yeah, I I wasn't as uh, worried as you were, at least on our thread initially. I think I, I, I trust that this was probably a part of Redbird and Danny Garcia's plan. And uh, honestly, that Jeffrey Pollock was there to get them to a certain point, probably. That was my initial uh, thoughts, but I was definitely shocked because didn't see it coming. But it makes sense, like you say. That's just what how coaches come in; they bring in their own staff, or they ease out guys too. They'll ease out uh, coordinators and whatnot. So that is very common. It makes sense. Second part of the cover too, per Mike Mitchell of XFL News Hub, friend of the show. Uh, people closely associated with the situation, Mike said, believe that Redbird will replace Pollock with someone who holds a different title than president CEO. And then it's he Mike says it's supposed to be more of a football boss who oversees that part of the league rather than what Jeffrey Pollock did, which was the business end. So the business chief football end boss is is all right, first of all, football boss is way better than chief football officers. I'm That's all very for true. that. The, we'll the FB. <laughs> and 
replacing uh, is that even a replacement for Pollock if that's the next person who's brought in that I don't I, I think that's apples and oranges this guy was the business end he was the building relationships with different uh, third parties co- different companies that would come in and be vendors for the league and handle the stats the scouting so football part really wasn't his bag so I don't see that as a replacement so much for Pollock he kind of was replaced I think by the ownership because they seem to be running the business end now. They've got control of this. Redbird, Garcia, and The Rock. Do you think the last page of The Rock's deck was Pollock leaving? Like, Pollock fired. Pollock. Oh, his big old deck we were talking yeah. about last week? <laughs> um, <laughs> Wish Jeffrey Pollock uh, the best in his future endeavors. That was the last <laughs> part on his, in his deck. You know, when did he get the CEO title? Because he wasn't CEO when Oliver Luck was there. Oliver Luck was CEO. Uh, so I don't know when he got that title. I don't remember us covering that or even seeing that. I'm not saying that Mike's wrong. I just don't remember him even actually getting that title. So um, if that's the case, then he was probably running the show for now. And, you know, Redbird had him. T- you know, this, this, this leads me to believe more about what happened with that ownership meeting is they tasked Jeffrey Pollock with doing certain things by a certain date and once he got those completed they were going to move on from him and I think it was probably well agreed on by Jeffrey Pollock I don't think this is a shock to, I don't think Jeffrey woke up in the morning and was like oh my god I'm getting fired like I don't think any of that happened I think this was just something that was agreed upon this is what's going to happen we're going to do this by this date speculate that's your that's your that's my speculation yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I just yeah. the way things work in these in this day and age especially with that ownership group meeting things like that I think it's just um, it just, they're aligned to be something along those lines. Either way, whether it, he was let go unceremoniously or this was a planned understanding, uh, if the league kicks off in 2023, if it's successful, if we're all happily talking XFL football then, uh, we do owe a debt of gratitude to Jeffrey Pollock, who may have not been everyone's favorite guy coming out of uh, everybody getting laid off from the league and being really the only employee left over, but also needs to be commended and thanked for guiding it out of bankruptcy along with the new ownership. If they kick off, I will be be thankful for the work he did in that regard because that is something that, why would someone stick around and handle uh, a task like that? And that's the bankruptcy situation, getting uh, this piece of property to someone new that probably no one really wanted uh, at first glance, guiding it through, getting it set up, propped up to eventually kick off, hopefully in 2023. Uh, that's a, a tremendous job if that ends up happening that he will uh, definitely need some uh, credit for, for sure. Yeah, I don't know if he'd get a uh, conference championship trophy named after him, but no, definitely some no. gratitude uh, towards, not, not because of... Uh, anything that he did or didn't do. I think it's just more of the stigma of hey, what, who is Jeffrey Pollock? Well, he's the guy that, you know, in 2020 lasted and, and then laid everybody off. And then he, I mean, he, he didn't do these things, but he is the person that everyone associates with those things. So I think that's the, the, the only one, but other than he that, he, did, the, you know, he was the messenger. Yeah. He was the messenger. <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger. Right. Uh, he, he did a, he did a phenomenal job leading into 2020. We sat with him for like an hour during the uh, XFL draft that we were the only two to ever cover in the entire universe. Um, 
and I've talked. And I talked to him on the field at the first LA Wildcats game for a while. When before the game started, we were chatting and having a good time. And I think we even talked to him a little bit in St. Louis, if I'm not mistaken, too, Alan. So uh, he was well traveled. He he did. You know, he had a lot of fun. I'm sure we all did. Those are fond memories, and those are things that are no longer applicable to what's going to happen in 2023. So good luck, yep. Jeffrey Pollock. Thank you. Yes. Uh, but we're going to move on. Uh, just as you were. That brings us to, to the hot read coming up here because it's a whole new uh, bag of hammers now. A brand new XFL, completely all new personnel right now running the show. Although there aren't very many, who do they bring back, if anybody at all? Let's get into it with this week's hot read. All right. So Jeffrey Pollack, the president of the XFL, let go, Brian. We hit on a couple points so far, but I want to get personal with you. Be honest. Initial reaction. Did you did you feel like, uh-oh, or, okay, I see where they're going. Was it like a, a negative reaction or a positive reaction? Oh, no. One, I think most people will say it was negative. I think people saw this and saw it as a, I mean, personally, I saw it as a, oh, my God, what are we doing? Like, what, what's going on here? We're supposed to kick off in, you know, a year and a half probably. Like, th- th- there's just so less than we had last time. Um but then I took a step back. I consulted uh, the calendar. The calendar, yes. Got to do that. Um, helps kind of level expectations a little bit. I think as 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 fans like ourselves that that actually covered this league and, and, and watched its growth from 2018 until now, or until 2020, then its demise, and now it's back up, whatever it is. Uh, it's it's hard to imagine what it was like back when there was nothing. And I think that's where our heads are at, you know. And it's going to be negative anywhere you hear about this. But oh, hey, yeah, the XFL was in the news the other day. Why were they in the news? Oh, didn't they get rid of their CEO or something like that? Yeah, it's just a constant negative blow uh, that the XFL seems to be getting. And you know, you hear the CFL news, you hear this. You know, there's not a lot of positives in the up and up, so it is a little defeating. I think that's where a lot of people's heads at. But if you take a step back and kind of look and see where we are and what, what needs to happen and what's going to what's going to probably be happening here before the end of the year, uh, most likely, is uh, I think we're okay. Yeah, I, I was initially not, not even in that ballpark of negative. I was probably in the minority, though. You're right. I bet most people say, oh, here's another another thing they're getting rid of or, uh, you know, not a, really a positive. Anytime you're cutting ties with the person, you, that's a, initially a negative connotation. But... I read that news right away and just I could see where it's coming from because the ownership really is qualified to do what Jeffrey Pollock was doing. And they have the personnel and the staff already on hand to to give a lot of the, the, the tasks to uh, if it's one person or a team of people. So it made sense to me. But I definitely, yeah, I for sure was expecting doom and gloom. And I saw on social media a lot of people said, well, if 2023 ever happens... And, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of and you know what? It is definitely just uh, hesitancy and, uh, you know, people who just don't believe that this thing's going to really kick off in 2023. And you know what? I'm I understand because they need more solid, concrete announcements and not announcements like this to really gear up for 2023. Well, and, and, and my negative reaction wasn't anything to do with really Pollock himself like I wasn't 
look, I, I appreciate what the man did and what he's done, and and, and and he's a great, you know, asset for any company who decide. You know, the man's worked with the the Chargers, with other NFL brands, with, with just this is his space, and, and, and it's a, it's a talent to have. So, but I wasn't so much like, oh man, the, who are they going to replace it? What are we going to do? Like this is going to be that wasn't it. It was more of a as a whole, where is the XFL really at? And I think, you know, it's it's kind of interesting because Danny Garcia, The Rock specifically, they're very um, image based. What's my image? What do I look like in the public eye? And, and I would feel like the XFL is in that same realm where how are we looking in the public eye? How are we looking to everyone? And right now that scale is not very high. The, the public eye scale is not very high for the XFL. And I think. That's something that's going to be a challenge for them to, to reverse that in the little time that they're giving themselves as we continue to build up. Because as if you do go and consult the calendar, Oliver Luck was already making the rounds. He was he was he was hyping up this league. It wasn't negative news at all. Nothing bad was happening at this point. And I will say that that at this point in 2018, there was no uh, really bad news going in. It was more of how are we building this? We're we're putting staffs together. We're going to change rules. We're going to do this. Giving information really and, and really selling the league. Well, one thing I think they're going to rely on is the status and image of The Rock and Danny Garcia because once they go full bore on promoting the league, I mean, that's going to – they'll instantly, with one Instagram post, be able to do the work Oliver Luck did doing radio hits yeah. for a handful of months. Tenfold. I mean, so it, it, it's yeah. going to dwarf it. It's it's not even, like, not even close, right? It's going to be – the Rock one Instagram post is going to be a month's worth of radio hits by Oliver Luck. Like I get that. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think just the, the the cloak around the league right now is frustrating for people following closely. But then for the mainstream, this news doesn't even register. So it really isn't a negative hit to the league because nobody really in the that is going to be a casual fan of the league or even a hardcore fan just not following it yet will even see this news or understand it as much unless they're listening to this show every week brian well that's that's maybe that's the group i'm catering to but i also think that at the long run these types of events are going to affect how you perceive yourself in 15 months Uh, right now you should be speaking about what you're trying to do and right now you're speaking about replacing your president and this news that wasn't really announced by the league. It was broken by the media. So this yeah. is not something they're very happy, of course, to announce. But they can move on from it, and they will move on with a totally new team. Or do you think they'll bring people back? Because now nobody from 2020 is left officially. Oh, in any official I know capacity. Jeffrey Pollock had brought some people back uh, to work with them. Um, I think the uh, president of the... Uh, of the guardians was back helping him in, in some sort of capacity. But right, his, not a lot of does, people are back. Does this severing ties mean his whole office is gone though? Like, what does that mean? I mean, in the main roles, there is no one from 2020 left football ops, business uh, ownership. It's all gone. Do you think we'll see any, anybody brought back from 2020 that was in an executive role? An executive role? No, I, I think you know, as much as we want to see the friends that we made come back, I, I I don't see how it benefits Redbird Capital to work with brand new people on a brand new project. If you think about it, Redbird K 
capital is going to want to work with people that they're familiar with on a brand new project. Not we talk about variables, right? Things that you have to worry about. Don't touch the rule book. Why? Because it's something you don't have to worry about. Just let it be. Let that thing happen. And I think that's where you would look at Redbird Capital and be like, hey, let's work with people we know that we trust, that we understand how they work, how they understand how we work. Uh, instead of trying to build a brand new relationship uh, while trying to build this thing from the ground again. I'm with you. And actually, moving forward, because you got it in there, our token, bring back the rule book a moment on the show. And uh, <laughs> we're going to need a pretty easy podcast starting next week, I think, to put in either a caca or some sort of signifier, just a, a ding, just to make sure everybody knows. That was your bring back the rule book <laughs> moment of the week. Because it's coming every show. Believe me. Believe that. All right. Well, what, let's see what seems likely then. Let's look at it then. Put it all out. It's all in front of us now. Jeffrey Pollock's gone from the XFL. We have new ownership, new people. Replacing him with a football guy, as Mike Mitchell said, is uh, where the wind seems to be blowing. And uh, leaving the business side of it to whom? What, what do you think that looks like? Jeffrey Pollock's actual job? Because he wasn't doing football stuff. He wasn't making football decisions. Yeah, that- I don't really understand the, you know, the whole replacing him with a football guy thing because you have to replace him. So you're not really replacing him. That's why I don't understand. Either unless they already have someone who's doing the role, how do you replace a president? You can't have that job just be vacant. They can't just have that spot in your company be vacant. I'm sure they're replacing him with somebody. Uh, so just replacing him with a football game guy doesn't really make too much sense to me. But either way, you know, it's probably going to be a Redbird Capital familiar face that. We don't know too well, but they do, and and he's going to make the business decisions. And as far as the football guy goes, football boss, FB, uh, FB, uh, head F, HFB, IC. We do that. F head football boss in charge. <laughs> yeah, I'm for it. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's going to be someone who is now going to start tackling the creation of teams of of staffs of, of, of all that stuff that Oliver Luck probably had to deal with because um, you know the, the more I think about it I don't know how much Oliver Luck really dealt with the day in day out business aspect of the league other than trying to stay within a budget yeah this is uh, this is going to be interesting to see if that person's even publicized or how it's publicized the business end the football person is who they're going to market who they're going to put out there in front of everybody and that's who they'll care about chief football officer football boss whatever they want to call him um, but then also Jeffrey Pollock was uh, the point man on a lot of interesting uh, endeavors the XFL uh, dipped their toe into that eventually became parts of the league and partners with the league uh, champion data who was in charge of all the statistics in game and delivering that in an innovative way elevate sports which is involved with ticketing uh, you had uh, scouting uh, you know that was brought on in an official capacity you outsourced to a scouting with Eric Galco eventually often became part of the league that kind I mean obviously Redbird has those connections they're going to be able to find those partnerships but will they be the same partnerships? Do they carry over? We have no idea. Well, and you got to feel that some of these partnerships want nothing to do with the XFL. Why? Because they didn't get paid. That's just the reality of the situation. Like, there's going to be some of the elevate sports might want nothing to do with the XFL. They might want something to do with Redbird, 
And maybe that's how you save these types of um, relationships. But at the end of the day, you know, the, I'm not worried about relationships being made. Look at Redbird Capital. Look at their their track, um, their their history, their track record. Look look at those things, and, and you'll see that none of this is really to be worried about. The football guy is something that's going to be interesting because I don't know who the, who who's out there that's available. I, I'm not I'm not in that space so much when it comes to the execs of the world. I know that's more your world. Maybe we get Vince on as somebody who's available out there uh, to, 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 to really lead this charge because, you know, what are we looking for? An ex, an ex commissioner of a, um, of a conference, uh, an Head XBP within the NFL. GM. Yeah. I vote Phil Steele is my official vote. If you're a college football fan, you know, Phil Steele, He'd be tremendous. Nobody loves football more than him, I think. So that's my vote. But, yeah, who knows? It's going to just be a really hardcore football addict. It's going to be a guy with a lawyer background like Oliver Luck, who also, of course, played the game. Where do you find those people, too? That's the tricky part. It's got to be someone that's perfect because Oliver Luck was a perfect fit and did a hell of a job. You need this that person who is the face of the league as the commissioner or whatever you want to call it. That person needs to be an exception, exceptional person. Uh, and they have now cut ties with many, many exceptional people involved in 2020 that brought it off the ground. Are there more of those kind of people out there? That's what we'll find out next. There are people in-house within Redbird. Of course, the ownership, they're exceptional. But you need more than just that handful of people. You need, you need people to focus on the XFL. Redbird's huge capital group they're not only focused on the xfl and danny garcia and the rock themselves are huge personalities and they do other things they're not only going to be focused on the xfl who are the xfl people going to be that's what we want to find out next and the only xfl person that was working alongside new ownership now is gone so why would we have another thing to look forward to on the calendar brian personnel uh, yeah, whatever was checked is no longer checked on that calendar, and we just got to move on and, and and figure this out. I, I, I'm not worried. It's just, you know, you want some good news. At some point, you want some good news. You want good things to start happening for this league because you know what it can be. Well, you've seen it, and, and I guess that's probably where a lot of uh, people in our realm uh, are at right now. Yeah, everyone in the community who's following along, obviously not the best uh, week, but... We're moving onward and forward, giving you a show every week. So thank you for interacting and hit us up at XFL show. If you have any thoughts on the severing of ties between the league and Jeffrey Pollock and where you think they go from here with hiring the executives, hiring the people in the front office, or as we call them on the show, the corporate people, corporate people. who will be That's... the corporate people in the XFL 2023. Let us know your predictions at XFL show. I mean, we gotta be, we have to be getting something by the end of the year, right? Like it, 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 it's a must at this point. I mean, we can consult the calendar all we want, but I want some good news heading into the, into the, to the new year. I, I'm, I'm actually hold on. I want to say this in the proper way. Um, hold on, I'm consulting my translator, not my calendar. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, let me just say this properly. Uh, Non finché sono in Italia. Not while I'm in Italy. I would be happy for the next month with no news. 
That's just a self, that's selfish. We're, that's we're selfish. doing shows. Oh, I'll be, yeah, I'll be here to talk about it. But I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be very full and probably tired because you walk a lot there too. I'm going to be doing that. I don't know. But uh, that's next week. And it's the, for the next month. Who knows? Maybe we'll get something. Maybe not till 2022, which I've seen people predicting on social too, Brian. Either way, I'm, I'm happy whenever it comes, as long as it doesn't surpass those markers on the calendar we've come up with. Well, I'm uh, just know that whenever it does come, that we will be here every single Sunday right here on your favorite podcast app, Google Out Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you give us that five-star review and tell your friends about us. If you got a question, comment, or topic you want us to cover, well, then text or call the XFL fan line, 724-565-4XFL. Uh, even when Alan's in Italy, it's still a U.S.-based number, so just only standard, not international, text messaging rates uh, will apply. Also, follow us on all social media platforms, at XFL Show, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Maybe we should start the TikTok while you're in Italy. This might be the time. This might be the time. Might be, might be a good idea. We'll see. Or we'll if you want to say hi, <laughs> come and subscribe and watch us on or YouTube. XFL.show, the official website of This is the XFL Show. And don't forget to check out our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get started today because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. They sure do. And we'll see how easy it is when we're international next week and for the following weeks to come. But uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform, hitting us up on social media. And uh, enduring this long, grueling road where you have weeks like this where you're kind of perplexed and you have to really talk it out. And that's what we did here today. And uh, I'm always appreciating uh, Bryant's negative negativity because then I'll help him flip it. And he because the initial reactions, I won't, won't say what he was in the private show chats we have during the week. But Mr. Doom and Gloom here definitely chippered up for the show because I think he thought more about it. So I'm happy I, about that. It was an initial reaction, okay? <laughs> if, if, if we all got judged by our initial reactions, we'd all be in jail. Not me. I'm always cool, calm, and collected. Or as the Italians say, man, I really got to get real. I got to get faster at punching in the translation. I'm not, I'm not good at that. You're going to try to talk to someone. They're going to walk away from you by the time you even type it in. <laughs> Un momento. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, it's not going to work. Not efficient. Not at all. All right. Well. Brian, that was a, an interesting topic to get into this week, different from the last few shows. Like you said, those ones didn't age well. We'll see how this one does. But uh, until next week, any, you got anything you need me to do on my way to Italy until I talk to you uh, then? Be safe. Uh, stay humble. Don't eat a lot of pasta before we eat the show. And don't eat drink oh, a lot man. of wine before we do the show. I need you at 100% because – I'll try. I'm running iffy at these these days. I'm a little tired. Hit me up in November and I'll be a lot more energized. But right now, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to get to the finish line, friend. <laughs> I got I'll, I got you until I get all that gelati in me, man. All that gelato. <laughs> then I don't know. Then you might have to pick me up, man. You got to tell me what I, flavors they have over there. Because you go to the gelato places out here, they have like the cookies and cream. They have the pistachio. Like I feel like over there, it's just like white, green, red. <laughs> I don't, that's all I, 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 I'm just going to grab whatever they hand me because I don't know colors and I'm willing to try it all. Have hey, them make I've you like a red, white, and blue one that's like mixed. So you can say the XFL gelato. There you go. Oh, okay. We'll leave it at this. Prediction. What team, what fan of a team in the XFL do you think I'll meet first in Italy? If Are I, you wearing, are you wearing gear? I'll have an XFL hat 
And I do have a Wildcat shirt I'll be rocking. Oh, and my Battlehawk Battle shirt, Hawks. I think, made the luggage. Um, I think if you're rocking the hat, you'll probably run into, a, say, a fan of Italy. They're a bunch of front runners. I'm going to go with Houston. That's what they do <laughs> out there. Houston Roughnecks, baby. Like, oh, yeah, go Vipers. Morsa, Vipers. Vipers. No, they're not going to do that. We'll have better Italian to say next week. But until then, everybody, uh, thanks for watching or listening, however you do it. We're thankful for you and uh, ride along this road with us. It, have fun, bumpy, good sir. Have but, fun. Oh, I will. I will. It's a bumpy road, but we're in it together, baby. For Bryant, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.